the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Living live like it matters. And I am back in my home state of Texas. I'm back on the radio in the beautiful uh, uh, city of uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis, I should say. Twin Cities, a couple of them there. But, you know, I'm I'm so excited today. You know, I don't know about you, but my weekend was transformational. But it wasn't just a weekend. It was getting to that weekend and it was getting home from that weekend because we sometimes get so focused on the destination that we forget the importance of the journey. And the journey and the destination are are both parts. But uh, the destination is absolutely critical because you got to begin with the end in mind. You got to know where you're going. But along the journey is where we learn. Along the journey is when we help people. Along the journey is when we decide whether we're going to go on it alone or bring other people with us. And so today I want you to consider our impact. You know, what are we peddling day to day? You know, we're all selling something. All you got to do is read the newspapers. We're selling something. Are you selling happiness? Are you selling misery? Are you selling a, a new America? I uh, don't like the new America. I've been mourning for the loss of the old America for a couple of years now. And the reality is sinking in that the old America is never coming back. That what we got now is this new progressive Joe Biden's America that really uh, breaks my heart. And so, you know, our lives come down to our focus. Our drive moves us toward whatever we are focused on. And then our focus and drive also affect those who share our world. And the question we must ask ourselves today, and every day for that matter, what impact are we making on those we interact with? And so today I want you to consider the purpose of your life. Think about that. And today we're going to be joined by graduating team members from Team 242. And today I'm calling the show Butts and Chairs because, you know, we're all impacting people. Matter of fact, that's what social media is supposed to be. And, you know, I don't know about you, but my social media uh, is starting to get more focused, uh, less people who disagree. I think uh, Facebook is keeping people separate. Uh, and so we're just preaching to the choir. But i got to ask you something. If I was to just take your social media post, nothing else, and decide based on that what's important to you, what would it show? You know, I'm stunned that I, I can go on Facebook. Uh, and watch uh, basically children get trafficked. I can watch uh, people get murdered. 
Uh, I can watch uh, all the woke agenda being pushed right down our throat. But, you know, I can also watch about babies being born and congratulations to uh, uh, the Hypoclan. Uh, they've had two new babies added to their uh, their family over the last uh, couple of days. I'm so happy for you, so proud of you. Uh, what a beautiful family there in uh, the Twin Cities. So congratulations to all the Hypo clan. I know that from Facebook. But you know what else I know? I know how to make cheesy mac. I know how to make garlic mashed potatoes. I know. I mean, think about that. A lot of people, they won't share a life-changing event they went through. But they'll make sure you know how to cook a good cheesy mac, a good chicken mac, right? I mean, you go out and see all this stuff posted about, hey, today I saw this animal. Hey, today I cooked this meal. Hey, today uh, in 45 minutes you can make this great thing. And they go through hours of preparation, hours of stuff to film this thing, do all this. Man, you know, my life might suck, but at least I can cook a good cheesy mac. At least I can cook a good chicken mac. You know, what are you selling? You know, when Jesus walked this planet, he was always about his father's business. He knew why he was here. And today, let me ask you something. Do you know why you're here? And I don't mean why you're listening to Like It Matters Radio. Of course, you're smart. That's why. Man, this dude on the radio is pretty intelligent. And man, he gets me to think. And he takes sociology and biology and physiology and um, all the ologies out there and he merges them together, theology. Uh, And he makes sense of things. And that's what I'm doing. But this weekend, I want you to know what I I was pushing, man. I was selling. I was selling belief. I was selling hope. I was selling that no matter where your life's at today, it can truly get better. I was selling opportunity. I was selling a brand new beginning. I was selling change. It comes back to hope. You know, I truly believe that the number one commodity of a leader is hope. And if you're not peddling hope, then what are you here for? Because it really does come down to hope. What are you hopeful for? See, because as I deal with people, as I go through these classes, I realize that there's a lot of helplessness and hopelessness. There's a lot of struggle. And the one thing I love about my training uh, is that it's a time is now moment. It's uh, no procrastinating. It's time to get to it. It's time to get busy. And uh, I had a gentleman go through the class. He's a listener there in the Twin Cities, uh, struggling, uh, going through rehab, and has been going through rehab for three decades. I didn't realize rehab was such a big business. Uh, All these organizations, these NGOs get millions of dollars from the state of Minnesota, from the federal government. I don't get any of that money. But all to put these people through rehab. And I've had a group of people over the last uh, couple months that they've been in rehab all their life. I mean, and so the state pays for this, and a lot of them up in Minnesota, their state pays for it, and they get a lot of money. These people haven't paid me anything. I allow them to go through my $2,500 class basically for free uh, because they're used to going through things for free because the state of Minnesota pays for everybody's rehab, and they go to rehab for this year and next year and this decade and the next decade and the next decade. And so it always worries me when they go through my training, even if they get changed, because they've done this for decades now. So now the voice in their head says, oh, yeah, here's another one of the things. Yeah, you get a little excited. Yeah, you change for 30 days, 60 days, but then you go right back. And we've now conditioned them to just have a little bit of change and then go back to what you're doing normal. 
I'm not sure what that is. But I want you to think about what's going on in the world. What are you selling? What is going on? What is the difference between what you're doing now and what you were doing before? That's the thing you got to ask yourself. Are you any different today in the positive way than you were yesterday? Are you any different this year than you were last year? And the reason I bring that up is this. I had a guy go through my training last uh, weekend, and he's been struggling mightily, and he had a lot of issues tied uh, to his past. And it's interesting because I just got a text this morning. Hello, Mr. Black. There's some divine timing. A Mr. Darby, who just went through my class while attending your class this past weekend, finally found the strength to forgive his mom. Last night, his mom died. It was completely unexpected. I thought you'd want to know. And so then I reached out to Mr. Darby, who's in my class, and you'll hear from him this week. And I said, I'm sorry to hear of your loss. I pray that God's peace overcomes you. Go easy on yourself. Remember grace and mercy. And then he sent me back. Thank you, Mr. Black. The timing is absolutely amazing to me. I truly believe that it was designed this way. That for 50 years, this gentleman had struggled. For 50 years, he's been abandoned by everybody. For 50 years, he's been dealing with the only people around him to love on him were women. And in a way, a little bit unhealthy way. And so now 50 years later, he still struggles with women. 50 years later, he still struggles with who he is. 50 years later, he still wonders if he has any great value. And because he doesn't believe he does, we self-medicate. We all do it. And so, so that's what I did this weekend. I created an environment for people to change their lives, to become better today than they were yesterday, to better tomorrow than today. And because of God's timing, not my own, one gentleman was in there at the right time for the right reason, for the right purpose, and he was able to heal himself before he lost his mom. After the break, we're going to have someone join us who was in that class to tell you how you can change your life when you're ready. I'm Mr. Black. We'll be right back. Leadership Awakening even impacts the seasoned pros. Take a listen at these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. Ready to go for another level of awareness? Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, March 30th through April 1st. That's likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
C.S. Lewis once said, education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Your traditional water softener wastes water as if you ran a full washer for just a pair of socks. Commerce Wet Technology Softeners will save you water and salt. Save $400 when you trade in your old salt hog to Commerce Water. Go to Commerce.com. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I was I was raised in a church, uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life. And this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith. And that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing. And I just, I, I feel rejuvenated, if that makes sense, that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night, you know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for, for me right yeah. now. And you have some peace, don't you? Oh, it's, it's. It's really amazing. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional. Okay. It's 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 amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like it matters unique approach allows people to see, hear and experience leadership in motion. Like it matters radio. Radio like it matters. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and I am back. And man, it's back in Texas, back on the radio live. Uh, I left last Wednesday, Wednesday morning at 5 a.m. I was supposed to leave on Tuesday, but there was an ice storm in Texas, if you didn't know. And the roads were basically shut down. My kids were off school. They closed down school on Wednesday. They closed down school on Thursday. They closed down school on Friday because the roads were bad. And so uh, we started that uh, 18-hour drive, 17-hour drive, whatever it was, at 5 a.m. Texas time. And we got in to uh, Las Vegas at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, so 11 p.m. Texas time. Uh, and man, but you know why I do what I do? Because of this text I got, this uh, text I got after class. Hello, Mr. Black, it's Tyler Bennett. Just wanted to extend some further appreciation to you for this experience. It's been a long journey reconnecting with myself, my power, my truth. A lot of what you covered I was familiar with and have been working on for years, but you gave me the opportunity to feel and experience these things and also showed me plenty of new approaches and techniques. But most importantly, you put up the mirror I needed, one that only you in this experience could have, I feel, creating that space to feel, heal, and be honest with myself in such a raw way, and it couldn't have come at a better time. This was the final nudge I needed to realize and embody my true potential and self. I have the utmost respect for you and for what you do. You are making a real impact on this world one person at a time. And with that, let's go to the phone lines and let's welcome the author of that little note to me, uh, Mr. Bennett. Tyler, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, Mr. Black. How are you? Oh, uh, dude, you should be rocking, man. You should be hitting it on all cylinders, man, because uh, you're a good <laughs> man. Uh, you're released. 
You have been released. You are set free, my friend, set free. And uh, it's a great day to be alive, huh? It sure is. It sure is. Now, you are blessed. Uh, Before I ever met you, I knew you were blessed because you were sent to me by a good friend of mine, uh, Mike Rhodes. He uh, uh, owns EcoTint there in Las Vegas. Mike Rhodes is a godly man. He's a good businessman. Uh, And he sends all his people that come to him through our training. And so you came to Mike. uh, God brought you to him. And Mike said, hey, I got this class I'd like you to go through. So when he brought it up to you, uh, Tyler, were you into it? Were you okay with it? What was your thought when he brought it up to you? Oh, yeah, I was all about it. Um, You know, like I I said before, I've I've been on a a constant many-year-long journey um, of self-discovery and self-improvement trying to better myself and work through a lot of the traumas and wounds and stuff that I, you know, I, I endured throughout my past and as a child. And um, it's been a long journey. So, of course, anything to, you know, help me take, a, take it a step further and help me on that journey I'm all about. And I felt yep. on a deep level that um, the timing couldn't have been perfect. And it just it just felt right on all levels. Yeah, you know, I talk a lot about time because leaders know what time it is. And when I bring up the word time, I go back to the Bible, the Greek, and say there's two Greek words that we translate into time. One is kairos and one is chronos. And chronos has to do with the time on your watch, the 24-hour cycle, just like I'm sending out emails to program directors all over the country. You know, they have to schedule 24 hours of radio. And I'm sending out Like It Matters radio. So for those times that aren't paid for, chronos times that hey i got a great show that your listeners will be blown away by and so right there i'm dealing with chronos if they have some purchase time that has not been in purchased man i got a great radio program that you can run for free uh, that will give your listeners a, a boost and so that's chronos but there's another time called kairos and kairos is about the time we are in. Just like uh, in the biblical terms, we're in the time of the Gentiles, where God's gathering up all the Gentile believers, and then he'll focus on Israel in, the, in Jacob's trouble, the, the, the tribulation, if you will. Um, there's times, and I don't know if you know or not, but I got a text from uh, Mr. Darby. I don't know if you heard or yes, not, but uh, I did. Mr. Darby, last night his mother died. And as you know from class, Mr. Darby had a lot of issues uh, tied to his childhood. And, you know, you had brought that up, Tyler. They're called family of origin issues. And first of all, let me tell you, yeah. our parents did the best job they could with what they had. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying they didn't make mistakes. Trust me, my childhood was traumatic for 35 years. I've struggled with that. So, but one thing I learned a long time ago, Tyler, is hurting people hurt people. And what we do to others is what was done to us, right or wrong, good or bad. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just telling you the factual data of what happens. And so Mr. Darby had a chance to forgive his mother. God set this all up in advance right before she was ready to die. And imagine what that would have been like. And you know this, don't you? That if she would have died without some healing going on that years later it would still have an impact because you've kind of been dealing with some of that too haven't you i have i have yeah um a little yeah i was kind of on the same note um you know my father he passed away about five six days before i came to came to class actually and um you know uh he you know he was pretty vile with me and and did some pretty screwed up things with our in our last conversations together and um, I thankfully had the wisdom and the, 
understanding and awareness to be able to know that resentment, the resentment I would hold if I were to hold that would only, only hurt myself. Right. It would only, it would only hold me down and bring me and bring me down, hold me back. And, um, I was, I'm thankful that I had the, had the awareness and the, uh, you know, the understanding to be able to forgive him and see where his pain, you know, where it was coming from, where he was just projecting his own pain of his own wounds and traumas and, um, and confusion in the world. And, um, and yeah, so that was huge for me. Um, it was, yeah, it it was everything. I couldn't have imagined uh, it happening without me having to do that. Yeah. And the cool thing was you thought, I think is this fair to say that you thought that you had had everything processed, okay? That you were it would all been right. forgiven, all that, but that necessarily wasn't the case, correct? That's right. That's right. Um, you know, I he he never reached out once. You know, he he was doing this not you know under the influence and all that stuff. So of course, you know, my my mind would think that once he would get sober and kind of you know the reality would hit a little bit, he might realize that he wasn't he wasn't so so good to me and did some things that he might need to rec- uh, reconcile and acknowledge, but uh, he didn't do that. And you know, yeah. my strong kind of you know tough guy kind of mentality of of like oh well I I dealt with it on my end like it it, it shouldn't affect me. You know, and then I wasn't yep. acknowledging the fact that in allowing myself to just feel that hurt that he yep. didn't reach out to me and reconcile that. And that was that was the block. That was a huge block for me, my ability to process those emotions and that wounds and that yep. and all of that so that I can finally and ultimately let it go and move on. Yep. You know, so it was yeah. huge. a priceless. And and the reason why and it makes sense to me on someone on the outside looking in, because all that thing, think about where we get our validation from we get our validation from our family. So as a child, um, you know, with a woman, a mother, you know, there's so much uh, unconscious things connected. And then with a father, you know, the man who gives us an example of who we're supposed to be on on what it looks like to be a man, what it sounds like to be a man, what it feels like to be a man. And those things are tied. And so when our parents don't treat us the way we believe they should, the way we conceive other people or perceive other people – get treated by their parents, it comes back to us. Because what happens at the unconscious level, Tyler, is we say, what's wrong about me? We, we make it about us. We make, so what does that say about me? If my dad couldn't even do this, if my dad, even though that's not appropriate, because hurting people hurt people. So yeah. many people are dealing with their own trauma that they can't help other people. So many people that are, now have kids, and yet, but they're struggling to survive, they're struggling, struggling to cope, they're struggling to make sense of this world, and now they got little bambinos running around, and they got to take care of them, and they got to feed them, and they got to make sure that they understand that they're always watching. And let's be honest, most people don't put a lot of cognitive thought uh, into, hey, my kids are seeing this. Hey, how is this going to affect my kids? Hey, what about that little me over there that's watching and listening and feeling everything we're doing? So right. your timing was perfect. God got you he there was. a couple of days after this had happened. Uh, God got uh, Mr. Darby there two days before this happened. But what yeah. it does show is that there's somebody else in charge and, uh, and that we're basically control so many things, but there's a lot of things we can't control. And so, man, and those that don't know, Tyler's a good-looking guy. He's young. I think he's early 30s. He's a good-looking guy. He's a healthy guy. He's a strong man. He has a passion to go out there and have a healing center out there. So this is not some guy who's just some, you know, nothing personal if you are a bum, but just some bum walking the streets has no purpose. This guy's driven. And so you got to tell me, knowing that you go through trainings all the time, Thursday night, 
when the whole thing got started, five minutes into it, what are you thinking? What's going through your head? Yeah, so, yeah, a lot of things. I mean, it was, uh, I, w- I was just doing my best to be as open to the, to, the, to the experience as I could. I knew, I felt on a very deep level that it would be beneficial to me and that I would get something from it. Um, me and my fiance both felt that. And we, you know, it's something that um, I knew that what was happening within myself as far as what had happened with my dad was blocking my heart. And it was, in, yep. and even in just in, in things before that had created a block for me and, and really uh, inhibited my ability to open up fully and be passionate and, and feel, you know, and, and commit to, the, to my purpose yep. and to this world in the way that I, yep. I want to and I know that I'm meant to. And, uh, you know, so I just really was trying to trust it. And, you know, I was just going with the flow. But I, it was frustrating at first a little bit for myself for because I wanted to open up more. I wanted to be more raw yeah. and vulnerable as, as possibly yeah. I could. But it was just this block there. Right. And yeah. crazily enough, I kind of somewhat had an, uh, had come to the realization that I needed to accept that hurt but the the class really drove it home for me and, and created an environment for me to to really to really uh, recognize and acknowledge that and give it the awareness that it deserves and so that i can yep. truly move on from it so so yeah, yeah it was uh, just a matter of surrender yeah and you gotta fully process it and that's what a lot of people have not done fully process it they process it consciously they processed it in book smarts but hasn't really, and that's where you were at. And, and Tyler, if you could stay with me, we're going to take a three-minute break, a commercial break. we got to pay the bills. But stay with me, Tyler, because after the break, I want to pick up. That's how it started, but that's not how it ended. So we'll be back after three minutes talking with Tyler. Here's a real student testimonial for Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. To learn more from Mr. Black, the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is March 30th through April 1st. Details at likeitmatters.net. Freedom 1570 is proud to air the Pledge of Allegiance every weekday morning. If you're a veteran, current service member, or a first responder, we would like to honor your service by having you recite the pledge. If you're interested, please call us today, and we'll book a time for you to visit our studios. The number is 651-289-4410. That's 651-289-4410. Then join us for the pledge each weekday morning at 730. As Winston Churchill said, all the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. Join Andrew Parker this Sunday evening at 6 as he talks politics, Israel, and the law. The Victory Hour, every Sunday evening at 6, here on Freedom 1570. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. 
I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, Pro-Life Across America. America.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And you are back to being under construction. As Shannon Alder said, there comes a time in your life when you can no longer put off choosing. You have to choose one path or the other. You can live safe and be protected by people just like you. Or you can stand up and be a leader for what is right. Always remember this. People never remember the crowd. They remember the one person that had the courage to say and do what no one else would. Why? Because eventually you will learn that the one person that wasn't supposed to ever let you down probably will. You will have your heart broken probably more than once, and it's harder every time. You'll break hearts too, so remember how it felt when yours was broken. You'll fight with your best friend. You'll blame a new love for things an old one did. You'll cry because time is passing too fast, and you'll eventually lose someone you love. So... Take too many pictures, laugh too much, love like you've never been hurt, because every 60 seconds you spend upset is a minute of happiness you will never get back. And whoever said that's unknown, but I thought it was pretty good. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking to recent graduate, Tyler, who had the opportunity to be a part of Team 242 in Las Vegas. So welcome back to Like It Matters Radio, Tyler. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. So you got to tell me, you were in class last weekend, and so it starts one way. At some point in the training, if you just give in to it, if you just surrender, if you just let go the fear and the doubt, uh, the training encompasses you, and envelops you, and all of a sudden it, it shifts. Where do you think that shift took place where it just all of a sudden it started making sense and you found yourself just totally buried in it? Oh man, <laughs> it still kind of all blurs together a little bit. Yeah, but oh, I yeah. would say, I, <laughs> yeah, I would say, um, I would say about halfway through, definitely uh, in the second day there on Saturday. I, uh, I'm not sure exactly the moment, but yeah. there was there was one of the exercises, um, more so just kind of opening up and being more raw and vulnerable with the guys yeah. and, um, and with you and everything like that, and and, and realizing that, um. That, that I had the environment, the space to kind of, you know, to be around men and open up in that way. And, um, and also, you know, and seeing kind of, you know, and I would, cause I was like, I was a little bit analyzing the system and everything about yep. kind of what you were doing out of curiosity, yep. you know? And, and so I was see, kind of watching it from that perspective as well. And once I kind of saw and kind of started to gain a little understanding of like, oh, okay, I kind of see what's going on here, you know, um, 
uh, you know, the re- this release that I need to have, you know, the different types yep. of things that you, you kind of conduct in the class and the exercise that you conduct. It's, um, it really just uh, creates for a, a place to release and a place to, um, you know, a mirror for yourself. And in, in every situation, you're constantly um, having to reflect and, and being confronted with certain parts of yourself that, whether you did or didn't know that were there um, at the, but at the very least you'll, you see that how much they're affecting you and how much they're holding you back in certain parts of your life. And, and that was like that, you know, it just kind of, I guess, had to get to a point where I just kind of was able to, to, cause I surrendered pretty much from the beginning, but it was more so there was a, there was definitely a moment where in the, in the, in the second day there where I, you know, my walls were broken down and I was, and I was able to kind of feel a little more. And I think that a little bit had to do with the realization with my dad as well, but. Oh yeah. um, Well, I can tell you right where it happened again. It happened when we, uh, on Friday and again, we get lost in time. It was only a two and a half day class covers three days. Oh yeah. It seems like you're there for two weeks. I mean, you really get lost in time because you're fully present, but you know, one process where we have you take a look at your death. You know, if you were to die today, how would you be remembered? And we had to take a look at that. It makes it real. And then, yeah, you had said something before. You know, you're a man and you got some machismo like we do. We had three guys from Mexico. I mean, it's such an eclectic group. You had a, yeah. a lot of young people. You had three guys from Mexico who spoke broken English. Uh, you had a, a person in there who was just a listener who was uh, been struggling uh, with alcoholism for decades and rehab. And then you have some business people from some of my other customers, you know, some of my other people that send them. So very eclectic group. But what you had was all men, which is very rare. It's very rare that we have all men. And again, God creates this environment for a purpose. And I think for him to allow you the opportunity to be real with men, to not worry about what does a real man look like, what does a real man not look like, I don't want to share my emotion, I don't want to do that. So I think the opportunity to take a look at your life from the grave that say, okay, there's going to come a time where I take my last breath. And there's a saying I have in leadership, and I believe this with all my heart, when you change your position, you change your perspective. And our life looks totally different from the casket than it does from the womb. As we look forward from the womb, life never ends. But as we look back from the casket, we know that there's an exclamation point or at the least a period on our life where it comes to a close. And that's why the the time is now. That's why I say over and over, you hear me say it, the time is now. When people ask me what time it is, we always do this. If you play it back in your head, I'll say, Ms. Black, the time is now. And then Ms. Black will say, Mr. Black, the time is now. There'll be a pause. And then she'll give you the chronos. She'll give you the time on the watch. But what you hear first before you hear anything else twice is the time is now. Because that's all we have. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow's a mystery. Today is the present. So we must treat it like the gift that it is. And there are 24 hours in the present. And so I got to break it down even more. Between the stimulus and the response, that's the now moment. There's a space. And in that space is our power. It is our freedom. The only place that we can change our lives is in this place called the now. And unless you're fully present in the now moment, not living in some yesterday, not living in some tomorrow, but fully present in the now moment. And see, when you are analyzing the class, 
thinking that you were fully involved. This is why you were on. Uh, you weren't doing what you should have been doing because you were looking at the class. You were analyzing class. You were basically looking back at the class or looking forward to the class, but you were not in the now moment. And I believe after the eulogy process, you got yourself more in the now moment. You got out of your head. Remember the Spanish word for worry is preocupado. You cannot be worried about what everybody thinks about you, worried about your machismo, worried about what these men will think about you and be fully present. And so it wasn't a conscious thing, Tyler. You weren't consciously doing that. But you had gotten so reinforced with your walls. You had gotten so comfortable uh, with your heart shut off that you hadn't even realized it was going on. That's why you think the mirror thing. What I did was I shined a mirror on you. Not only did I squeeze you, not only did I expose you, but then I shined a mirror on you so you could ask yourself that one question, Tyler. Is that it? Is that it? Yeah. Is that all there is? Don't I deserve more? Doesn't my fiance deserve more? Doesn't my future children deserve more? Doesn't Mike Rhodes, who sent me this, pay $2,500 to send me to this leadership class? Doesn't he deserve more? And I think somewhere in there you have a relationship with God. Doesn't God command more? And I think that was the change for you. And so what do you think right now? You're a couple days removed from the class. You've been to leadership training all your life. You're a leadership junkie, it looks like. But what's different? What's the biggest takeaway you feel you've gotten from 48 hours in leadership awakening? Yeah, well, well just to make it clear, I'm, I, I haven't been to, to any leadership uh, you know, trainings or anything before. This was actually my first one. I've, I've just done a lot of it on my own, on my own and, and uh, doing a lot of self-reflecting, a lot of Work, you know, things that I've learned and picked up from books and, and, and different yeah. information and different people and applying that to my life and constantly self-reflecting and constantly analyzing my behaviors and patterns and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, as far as what I got from the class, I mean, I, the, the two huge, huge takeaways for me were um, my lack of focus and my lack of commitment in my life. Um, I, you know, like you said, you know, you, yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head there. It, it was at the eulogy. It was one of the big moments because it, 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 it really does make you look at your life. Like, okay, if, if I were to die today, what, you know, how am I going to be remembered? Who did I impact? How did I, how did I leave this world a better place? And, um, and that hits home, you know, and that, that woke, that was one of the big wake up calls for me was like that, that, that got me in t- touch with my back in touch with my vision and my, and my yep. focus and my commitment to my path and to who I am and who, what I'm here to do. And, uh, and so, yeah, that was huge. But uh, I mean, now it's just, I, I feel rejuvenated. I feel, you know, I, I was able to release a lot of pent up energy and emotions and, and things that I've been holding onto and internalizing for years. And, um, and then also have just a, a, a refreshed vision and focus and commitment to my life and to everything yep. in my life and especially my path and mission and uh, and that's the, the the main thing. It's just it showed me yep. the power of focus, and it's because I yep. like we talked about before, you know, kind of like on autopilot, just kind of yep. kind of coasting, you know, feeling a little defeated. And it's not even so much a conscious thing. It's really just becomes yep. almost like a subconscious defeat, you know. And yep. it uh, because I always want better. That's that's the only reason I'm I'm here today. It's like I consciously be striving for more and be better. But yeah, it's just it was a subconscious almost feeling of defeat and. Um, yeah, it just reignited and, and got me in touch with that, with that commitment, that vision, that focus. And yeah, I couldn't feel better. 
Yeah, no, it's incredible. All the concepts that you read about, all the things that you were applying on your own, and you said this in the letter. I didn't read the whole letter you sent me because it went into future things and all that. But I actually mm-hmm. showed you because you had a dream that you want to have a healing center. You want to help people, right? That's, you want to be what you didn't have, correct? That's correct. See, that's the cool thing. My wife, Ms. Black, you met Ms. Black, but she told me about two months ago, she goes, you know, honey, what you did? Because your childhood was so struggling, you had nobody care about you, nobody reach out to you. You know what you did? You became what you didn't have when you were a kid but needed. And it blew me away. She was spot on. That's why you see Mr. Darby, people like Mr. Darby there, because people that don't pay me a penny. I pick up their hotel and meals. I pick up all their expense. They fight me. They resist me. They they might think I'm El Diablo himself, but he was there on my dime. Uh, I He never paid me anything. It, he cost me 500 bucks plus a lot of heartache, but I love the guy because I want to be for other people what I needed when I was younger, and that's who you are yeah. as well. And I'm excited about our life together. I know God brought us together, Tyler, for a reason. So uh, kept you a lot longer than I told you I would. I'm so sorry, but thank you so much. And Give my best to Mike Rhodes, okay, my friend? Awesome. It was a pleasure. I will do that. All right, buddy. We'll talk soon, my friend. All right? Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, what impact are you making? It's about putting butts in chairs. I'm Black. We'll be right back. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted each year, leading to injuries and death. They know that if someone doesn't lawfully comply or resists, force may have to be used to obtain compliance. Nobody likes it, especially police. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Don't argue, resist, or flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. Learn more at nationalpolice.org. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I, was, I was raised in a church, uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life. And this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith. And that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing. And I just, I, I feel rejuvenated if that makes sense that, you know, knowing that 
God's walking right next to me every day, every night. You know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for, for me right yeah. now. And you have some peace, don't you? Oh, it's 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 really amazing. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional. Okay. But it's 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 amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like It Matters' unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And today we're talking about butts in chairs. And I'm sure that doesn't make any sense to you. By the way, uh, we do have classes coming up. My next class is March 9th through 11th in Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, and then after that, our class is March 30th through April 2nd in Minneapolis-St. Paul. I will be adding dates in April, May, but we have um, one of our clients in Mexico in uh, Monterrey, uh, Nidec Motors, uh, who had sent three other uh, executives there this class. They are paying for a private class of 16. They're flying me to Mexico. So we will do a class in English in Mexico, uh, even though most of them speak Spanish as their primary language. Uh, and 40 understand this gringo, half of what I say, they'll think I'm a crazy man, and their lives will be changed. And the reason I say butts and chairs because we always talk this way. I could have the best training in the world, but if there aren't butts in chairs, it doesn't matter. And that's why we created the 501c3. That's why we created the radio show. That's why we do the uh, daily pod, uh, pod blast. Uh, that's why we do the um, way of warrior.blog. All that to feed people because it's hard to keep things going. And I'm going to ask you a question. What are you doing about putting butts in chairs? Not in my class, in your class. See, I am blessed because I got to I get to live my life like it matters. I get to live my life out loud in the performance to other people. And so I do a class every two to three weeks. You know, you guys go through my class once, uh, maybe staff it one time. But I'm so messed up. I got to do it two to three times. Every two to three weeks, I got to do a class. And so I'm reminded constantly, constantly, constantly that the time is now. I'm reminded that planes crash and people die. It's a fact of life. I'm reminded that our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small doesn't serve this world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are born to make manifest the glory of God that's within us. It's not just in some of us, but it's in each and every one of us. And as we let our own light shine, we consciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. See, that's by Marianne Williamson. I, said, I close every one of our graduations with that quote. It's important to know why. Because there comes a time when you have to choose between turning the page and closing the book. And some of you have a book open, 
that is not serving you well. Some of you are 30, 40, 50, 60 years old, and you're still living as little kids. See, Dr. Alfred Adler told us that by the time a child is five years old, five years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. And for a lot of people, when they're five years old, they were going through a tough childhood. Man, the children of today going through all this garbage where they're encouraged at five years old to be confused about their sexuality, where they're encouraged to get medical operations that will, for their lifetime, make them a medical experiment, to give them drugs that alter their physiology, the chemical makeup, to basically teach that child that there is no God because if there was one, he wouldn't have screwed up your sex. This is how stupid God is. Their God can't even get your sex right. Do you see what we're doing? We're destroying people. And what's happening now is we're teaching these five-year-olds that all black people are victims and all white people are evil. And you got to realize that everything we do or do not do is driven by belief system. And so people are in the house of life. They're just getting through. They're just a squirrel working to get their nut. They're just surviving. They just want their sexual freedom. They just want to be happy. And really, that's the class you're teaching. The class you're teaching that you're going to be known for. You're going to stand before God someday. And the butts in chairs, the people in chairs that you're putting in and what you're teaching them is sexual freedom. And you're teaching them to be happy. And I've got to be honest with you, when Jesus was on this planet, uh, last time I checked, he didn't have sex with anybody. And last time I checked, Jesus wasn't about being happy. There's a difference between happy and joy. And the joy that laid before him was that he would go to the cross. And here's a cross that he did not want. He cried in the Garden of Gethsemane. He said, please, Daddy. Please, Daddy. I don't want to do this. But not my will be done, but yours. And then he said these magic words, if you just think about what he was asking. If there is any other way. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the question we got to ask ourselves. Is there any other way? See, you know where that question comes from? That question comes from a mission, comes from a vision. Any other day to do what? To reach your outcome, to accomplish your mission. Any other way to do what? To be successful, to begin with the end in mind. See, Jesus knew that he was incarnated to die on a cross. And he wanted to know if there was any other way to redeem an unholy man to a holy God. And see, the answer was no. If there would have been another way, Jesus would have had to go to the cross. And I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to have to experience some pain to process that pain. You're going to have to be squeezed. There's a lot of people that just categorize all this pain, all this disappointment. They just think that's the way it is. See, that's helpless and hopeless. And there are so many people running around us that are helpless and hopeless. They're just checking boxes. They're just going through the motions. They're just getting through this hell. They're just, they need the, the new Netflix. They need some new smoke. They need some new drink. They need some more self-medication. And this is where you got to be... be aware of what class are you teaching? If your class was your life, and it is, 
what's your life? If people were to just take a picture of your life, the way you're living it daily, and they were to occupy a butt in that class, a chair in that class, their butt in their chair in your class, would their lives be any better? Would they be able to heal some pain from the past? See, this is the problem. Most people can't process their own pain. And until you can process your own pain, you can't help other people process their pain. So we all get stuck on the how. You know, you read a book, you go to college for 30 years. Some of you liberals in college all the time, boy, constantly learning but never learning, right? Constantly taking classes, constantly getting more degrees, constantly never applying anything in your life. I think it was uh, one of the pastors I listened to says, if you only know how to do a thing, you'll eventually burn out. If you know the why behind what you do, you'll burn on. That's where Nietzsche said, he who has a why can bear almost any how. And life is like a camera. Focus on what is important. Capture the good times. Develop from the negatives. And if things don't work out, take another shot. In other words, if you get knocked on your ground, on your butt, you can stay down and feel sorry for yourself. You can blame the white man or the black man. You can blame Biden or Trump. You can blame your mommy or your daddy. Or you can pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit it again. And if it knocks you down, you got choice again. See, in between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power. It is our freedom. And the cool thing is you can choose differently. See, that's what attitude is. Attitude is a choice. And some people choose to have an attitude of victimhood. Some people choose to have an attitude of poor me. This is why CRT is so bad, critical race theory. It teaches that all black people are victims. This country was not built on slavery. Half the country had no slaves. Um, come on. And then a lot of the area where the slaves were during the Civil War was born, burned down. So, so the lie out there is countries built on slavery is a lie. And we just allow the lies. I support many orphanages in Africa. Do you realize how poor people are in Africa? People have babies and they abandon them. Do you realize how many millions or billions of dollars from America goes to Africa to help people? What are we talking about here? We live in the greatest country on the face of the earth, not as great as it used to be. There are no victims here. We all have been victimized. We've all had stuff happen to us. Stop attaching things to your identity. Why? Because you'll act as if. You've got to understand how you work. That's why you should tune in to likeitmattersradio.com every single day for an hour of power. I am Mr. Black reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Talk to you tomorrow. This is Scott B. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters and your host for Like It Matters Radio, calling all Leadership Awakening graduates. The time is now to raise the bar, to finish what you started. As a graduate of Leadership Awakening, you know how transformational awakening is. However, it's also incomplete. Leadership Adventure is about applying what you learned in Leadership Awakening. How do you take a team of leaders through the undulating line of life and success? 
Welcome to the second half of the Leadership Experience Leadership Adventure. This is a fun class and is done in an outdoor adventure setting. Leadership Awakening goes from 1 to 25. Leadership Adventure goes from 26 to 100. This is not Leadership Awakening a second time. It is a whole new adventure that picks up right where you left off in Leadership Awakening. If you are ready for the next level, the time is now to register for Leadership Adventure, March 2nd through 4th and April 9th through 11th. Details at likeitmatters.net. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.